0: You're listening to the weekly podcast of Cayo, the youth ministry of the Father's House in Owensboro, Kentucky. Cayo is a healthy home for teens who are loved like family as sons and daughters that embrace their kingdom identity and purpose to change the world. At Cayo, you're home. Every head battery every eye closed. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. Lord, you're worthy. You're good. Pray that you would speak tonight and that you would touch every live in the room, that every eye and every ear and every heart would be open to receive what you have. Hey, Dylan, I'm going to take you, buddy. We're going to interrupt this prayer. Help him out. Every head bow. Whew. Looks like you guys can't pray, Let's so head's bowed. Don't worry about them. It was supposed to go up before we prayed, but here we are. Lord, bless tonight. Speak through me. I get out of the way. You do what you want. In Jesus' name, everybody say it. Amen. As, my, as we got Dylan and Noah putting up this nice, gentle ladder, thank you. Thank you. Nice. Very nice. You happy with it right there? You think that works? It's a little wobbly. Everybody, look to your neighbor and say, that's a ladder. Okay? So, hey, all right. So, we're continuing reset. Hey, Noah, where are you going, buddy? Ho, 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 ho. Come here, Noah. Guys, I want to do an experiment before we begin. Noah, do you feel comfortable telling everybody how much you weigh? I don't know. Do you, does that make you sensitive? No. How much do you weigh? 265. 265 of twisted steel, and you know the rest. So here's the deal. Do you guys think 265 pounds can stand on this stool? You think so? Do we have anybody that weighs more than 265? So, Noah, I want you to take a chance. This thing might break. Go ahead and give it a shot. Let's see Oh, gosh. Here we go. Okay. 265 pounds. Noah, you sure you don't weigh closer to three? I'm just asking. You guys think we can get more people on this chair, this stool? All right. So, thank hey, everybody give Noah a hand clap. Thank you, Noah. So... We have a stool, and we have a ladder. The thing is, all this pertains to you and your life every single day, and you don't know it. Yeah, right, Pastor Daryl. I know a ladder gets me to high stuff. We're going to get there, okay? But something we're going to talk about tonight, very key. Have you ever heard something like this? You can't go there. How about run two more laps? Why are you late? You can't do that. What were you thinking? Now, real quickly, how many people have heard that from a teacher? How many people have heard that from a boss? A boss. Not like a boss, but a boss. Okay, like a supervisor, a boss. Okay? How about a coach? Okay, a coach. So, how about a parent Okay, how about a pastor? I did. I just said all of them. <laughs> so the thing is, those, ty- those typical things we hear are people in a place of authority. And the thing about authority is our culture tends to think that authority is bad and authority is something to keep people down. Okay? Okay. See, the thing is, authority is not something that keeps you down, but is actually supposed to take you up. Now, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 28.1, it says, Now it shall be, if you diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord your God, be careful to do all of his commandments, which I am commanding you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations, Of the earth. So it's saying if I'm careful to observe everything that the Lord says today and I diligently carry out His commands, it says that He will take me high above the nations of the earth. So, Oh, don't worry. I'm coming back. So, what do we have to do in order for the Lord to take us high above the nations of the earth? We have to carefully observe his commandments. Now, if you notice, there's a difference between this one and this one, there's a difference. One takes you higher, and the other one only takes you a little higher. Now, many of you want to be in charge, and you want control, and you want to do what you want to do. You want more power. You want more choice. Not all bad things. However, my question I pose to you tonight is, could it be? Could it be that God wants to give you more? God wants to give you more money. God wants to give you more opportunity. He wants to give you more opportunities to use your gifts and your talents. God wants to promote you, not just in the job, but in the fact, the Bible says that your gift will bring you in the presence of many kings. Could it be that you are holding yourself down? Because, and you're holding yourself back because you disregard authority. Could it be? I think so. And here's the thing is, if you notice, whether it be the stool or whether it be the ladder, you have four legs. You have four specific types of authority that want to support you, And lift you up. Number one is God. Everybody say God. God wants to lift you up, right? He wants to lift you. Let's read it again. If you'll diligently listen to and obey the voice of the Lord and be careful to do all of his commandments. Notice he says, if you possibly do his commandments. No, he says, if you listen to his voice and you diligently and work hard to obey what he says, he will lift you high above the nations of the earth. This is the key to your success in life. God wants to lift you high. He wants to promote you. He doesn't want your name to be famous. Don't be mistaken. A lot of people want to be famous. The name of Jesus is the name to make famous. Now, can you be famous and promote Jesus? Absolutely. Sports athletes do it all the time. Praise God. Some represent Jesus well. Some not so well. But the point is, is it's not about you, it's about him but God will use your gifts, talents and your unique personality to do these things God wants to promote you number two, your parents are an authority leg or support in your life and your parents want to help you now this is the hardest one for most people is because most people think their parents are holding them down and keeping them from fun and holding them back from all the stuff they want to do right? show of hands you think your parents hold you back. Come on. can't lie in church, folks. Yeah, come on. You can try to lie. God knows the truth. So the deal is your parents are a support trying to help you. Number three, number three support is your pastors. Pastors, one of the five-fold ministry gifts in the church, right? The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, who are married to the church. You have pastors, right? I'm going to go ahead and put my squad leaders in that realm. They're miniature versions of pastors in this ministry underneath me. As they lead you, as they guide you, they're under my authority. I'm under Pastor Mike's authority. We are under the authority of Jesus Christ. We are a leg to support you, not to hold you back and not to squash you down. Number four, you have life leaders. Now, this is the one that's pretty broad. You have life leaders who want to lift you up. You got coaches. You got coaches. You got bosses, right? You got teachers. All these guys are examples of life leaders who are trying to help you. Pastor Darrell, I think you're lying through your teeth. I don't think this is true, and I completely disagree with every single thing that you're saying. That's fair. Let's ask some questions and put it to the test, huh? So, God, right? Parents, pastors, life leaders, okay? Your squad leaders can fit in the life leader role just the same, okay? Who has the ability to forgive you of your sins? God. Who has the ability to guide and direct your life? God, who wants to give you good gifts, blessings, and favor? God, who promises heaven, for those of you that have placed your faith in Jesus Christ and given him all of your life and all of your heart and your absolute surrender? Ooh, that's a big ask at 12 or 18, but it's not. Do it now rather than later. Don't be broken now, live 30 years and be broken, and then realize, oh, wait, I should have made that decision a long time ago. But who promises heaven when you leave this earth? God. God isn't your enemy. God is your friend. Who has the keys to the car? When you want to drive the car, who has the keys? Who? God, I don't know if God personally is dingling ling-ling-ling-ling-ling. I don't know if he's doing that. Ding ling ling ling, but he's, "Your parents, hold the keys." If I went to my daughter and threw the keys and said, "Drive, let's go." Of course, I'm not going to do that because she can't drive yet. Who has the keys? Who gives you food in a home? Who gives you food in a home? Parents, the rents. Who makes sure that fridge is full? By the way, Tricia, we need to get that fridge full. We're lacking. Now, who can help support you for college? Parents. Who gives you allowance? When you ask for 10 bucks, who gives it to you? Your parents. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, how much lunch money do you get? Does your mom and dad give you lunch money? Anybody? Show of hands. Hey, city schools? Shh. County and public schools and private schools only. Who gives you money for, for lunch? No one. No one. So they don't eat? Is it all free? No. Okay. Does anybody take a lunch to school? Okay, where would that food come from? It came from your parents or your grandparents or whoever you're living with. Okay, parents aren't your enemy either. Pastor Darrell, you're lying through your teeth. Trust me. I thought at times my parents were an enemy. Trust me, they are not. Even some of their parents and their foolishness. Deep down, they love you and are trying to protect you. Who prays for you? Who cares for your soul and your well-being? Who thinks about you? Pastors. Pastors. Who wants you to be wise and live wisely and not be hurt? Pastors. Who wants to instruct you and coach you spiritually? Pastors. Who is available to you any day of the week? Pastors. By the way, can I go ahead and say something? I am not the principal of your school. I am not some taskmaster. I am here to help you, 100%. My wife, Tricia, is here to help you. Our leaders are here to help you. Who's going to help you succeed in school? Teachers. Who's going to give you a raise? The boss. Who's going to train you to learn a skill? Teacher and a boss. Who chooses the starters on the team? Coach. Who helps you with scholarships? Coach, parents, anybody. But all those things are designed to help you. God has placed authority in your life to be your friend, to take you high and not hold you down. Am I making sense in here? Am I making sense? Stick with me. Here's what you need to understand. God has placed authority in your life to help your dreams come true, to help you to be your friend and to support you, to encourage you when you need it most. That's who these people are. If your parents are nothing but big, giant, buttocks, holes, hey, guess what? You still have three other legs, or three and a half, to stand on. But here's the thing. But not, that's not entirely true. But here's the thing. Here's what you need to understand about authority. If you disobey authority... And you disregard it. Many of you in the room have a problem with authority. You're not teachable. You're not coachable. People can't tell you what's right and what's wrong because you already think you know what's right. And you've literally become the god of your life thinking you get to determine right and wrong. And no offense, at 12 to 18 years old, you don't have all the facts. Some of you can't stay on the team because you aren't coachable. Some of you can't stay in class and keep your grades up because you're not teachable. Some of you can't grow in your faith because your ears are clogged and you're not listening. God is wanting to talk to you every Wednesday and here, every Sunday and every day of the week. But you're like, Pastor Daryl, I can't hear him. But it's because you're not opening your ears. You're not teachable. You're not coachable to allow him to speak into your life, but if you would trust him as an authority, if you would trust your coaches, trust your pastors, even trust your parents, it's all these forms of authority are really your friend to help you and support you. But if you disregard authority, if you break curfew, I don't know how many teenagers over the years have broken curfew and snuck out of the bedroom or the house when they weren't supposed to. And then they get in all kinds of trouble. Pastor Darrell, it's not that big of a deal. It is when you become a parent at 15, 16 years old. It is a big deal when you're drug addicted already at 15 years old. It's already a big deal. Pastor Daryl. it sounds kind of heavy. Some of you guys, it's not that major. You talk back and you're disrespectful to your parents, to your teachers, to your coaches, dare I say to even your pastors or your spiritual leaders, and some of you guys are disrespectful to God. God's shoulders are big enough. He can handle it. But if you disregard these things, you're rejecting help and you're rejecting wise counsel. Can I tell you, even at 22 years old, I thought I knew best. My brothers thought they knew better than my parents. I have one brother in particular. He still doesn't know better than my mom and dad. Why do I say this? God can do a lot if you're teachable and you're coachable. I played baseball and basketball. How did I get better? I practiced and I listened to the coach. How did I grow in my faith spiritually? I submitted myself to a pastor. I submitted myself to spiritual leaders. And I trusted them to lead and God me and how to walk closely with Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is where life is, not death. If you have a problem with authority or any of these legs I've mentioned or these support legs, you are You are literally destroying a relationship that is designed to help you and to support you and to lift you high. Every thought, every action, and every disagreement, every back talk, every smart aleck remark, every ask whole thing you do. You ask questions. Some of you guys are ask holes. You ask lots of questions. And all the advice just goes straight into a giant hole. You ask questions and it goes straight into a hole and you've done nothing with it. Do You know how many adults I talk to that ask for advice and then don't do it? Do you know how many people over the years that have done that? A lot. See, I've been thinking a lot about eternity. I'm thinking about 20 years from now. I'm thinking about 30 years from now. And I'm thinking 10 years from now. And I'm not thinking about who missed Wednesday night. I'm thinking about who's walking with Jesus. I'm thinking about who is carefully observing his commandments so that he can lift them high above the nations of the earth. I can look over the last 20 years, almost 20 years of ministry, and my heart still breaks for my students who are still lost, still broken. And not walking with Jesus. Because one day I'm going to stand before God the Father. I'm going to stand before him. And when I look, when I look behind me, and when I look to my left and my right, I want you with me. I want you there. And the only way that's going to happen is if you'll trust Jesus and allow him to be king of your life. See, if you knock out one of these legs... If you knock out one of these stools, this thing will fall. But if you allow parents and God and your pastors and your life leaders to coach you, to guide you, to instruct you, to encourage you, to love you, God will take you high above the nations of the earth. He will lift you up. He will promote you. All your dreams are right here. He wants to see him come to pass. Will you trust him to do that? Because authority is not your enemy. Authority is your friend. See, James 4, 7 says, submit or surrender to God. It says, submit, surrender to God, and it says, the devil, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So some of you guys are struggling. How? How? Do I overcome what the devil's doing? Well, you just have to submit and surrender to God. Resist the devil. Don't give in. And it says he will flee from you. He will leave you. But you got to submit. Submitting is not a loss. Submitting to God is nothing but gains. And I know you guys like gains. If you'll submit to God. If you submit to authority. Authority is your friend. Here to lift you high above the nations of the earth so that you would not lose but that you would gain, that Satan, the enemy, would be defeated and flee from your life and have no power over you because Jesus has authority over everything in heaven and on earth. If you will allow him to, if you choose to allow authority to be your friend, he will lift you high above the nations of the earth. Let's pray. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, Lord, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would bless everyone in the room. Father, I thank you that you're our friend. I thank you, Lord, for parents. I thank you for pastors. I thank you for squad leaders, life leaders, coaches, bosses, teachers. And I pray they represent you well. May we stop seeing authority as the enemy and that authority is our friend. Lord, you want to take every person in this room. You have. You have a plan for their life. The devil has a hit on their back ready to take them out. Some of the people in the room didn't even listen to what I was saying because they're thinking about something else. And, Lord, the reason why that happens is because they've allowed themselves to be stolen from because they're convinced that it's better. When, Jesus, you're always better. If you're in the room right now, and you haven't haven't given Jesus Christ your yes, you haven't placed your faith in him, I just want to give you the opportunity, matter-of-factly, right now. When I'm not joking, when I say, when I stand before God the Father, I want every single one of you with me. I want my leaders with me, my friends with me. I want my children with me. If that's you and you haven't done that and you want to, I just want to give you an opportunity right now matter of factly, just lift up your hand so we know who we're praying for Anybody in the room, say I haven't placed my faith in Jesus or maybe I once did but I'm far from Jesus I'm far from God but I want to come back home if you say that's me, just lift up your hand, nobody's looking Everybody is Gucci with Jesus. By the way, God doesn't count church attendance. He's looking at faithfulness and obedience. That's his two things he wants. Are you faithful and are you obedient to King Jesus at the end of the day? Only you can answer that question. Father, bless everybody in the room. Thank you, Lord, that authority The authority you've placed in our lives are our friends to lift us up, to build us up, to take us high above the nations of the earth according to your plan and your will. Lord, we submit to God. We submit to you. Lord, we resist the devil. I pray that every teenager resists the devil and that the enemy would flee from them tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen.